It is Sunday, September 2nd. Another week on the podcast here. Thank you for listening. Uh, you're probably listening to, hopefully at this point, a few weeks worth. Uh, and we thank you for being one of the loyal listeners. Another big week here on track here. Not only on track, but also crossing Mexico down to the mountain. Uh, very big weekend. Their closing weekend with the All-American weekend down there. Curtis, lots of things to talk about. Yeah, we have three grade ones over at the mountain that uh, we have to look at and decipher. And then we have the Go Man Go, uh, another grade one here at Los Alamitos. Probably a couple bursts possibly to the champion of champions yeah. on the line. So uh, big racing for quarter horses. Yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, an action-packed show. Uh, set the alarms because uh, I think we're going to go over an hour. I think we are. Yeah, I, I think this one, uh, we're, we're going to have plenty to talk <laughs> about here. Yeah, there is plenty to talk about. Uh, what I'm going to ask you, is there another pizza on the line with, uh, with, uh, hold their hostage with quarter GD? I, I think it's in the works right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, no surprise. I'm going to go back to him, uh, shortening up, uh, to the 400 yard distance, but he wants the whole field. The, the, yeah. He wants the whole field. Yeah, he, wants, he wants everybody except oh. hold their hostage. No, he, he's just completely chucking them. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, currently in the works. Well, yeah, just let him pick a horse and whoever, whichever horse finishes in front of whatever horse he picks. Yeah, I think the, that's a fair bet, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, whether he chooses, I mean, there's plenty of horses. Oh yeah, to, to choose from. Good race. ones. So, yeah. Once we get to it, uh, you'll see how deep the field is. But uh, I know he's always been a big fan of uh, Royalty's Authority, yeah. who, who didn't get a good chance mm -hmm. last time. So I, I know he's not going to go heads up with me against that one, but. I mean, he could at least just pick one or two. I would go, you know, one or three horses I'd give him. But okay. I, I just can't take the whole field. No. That's too many. No, but, I, yeah, if you give him two, I think it's still a good shot. But, I mean, I don't think it's a cinch. I think it's wide open. Yes. Yeah, I'm not – I was pretty confident that uh, Holder Hostage would win last time. Yeah. And, you know, for – 439 yards I, I looked like i was gonna win <laughs> the did you think it was more about ah uh, he's so far up front that they were just coasting on him or was it more like oh he really got tired and you know a really good horse caught him it, I, I think he did get tired uh in the end because uh, before when he had the same start against jesse's first down mm -hmm. uh at the 440 yard distance flew out of there mm -hmm. and uh, jesse's first down just an awesome horse you know two-time world champion caught him uh, a lot sooner than BH Lisa's boy did, but I think he did get a little tired last time, but I like him shortening up tonight All right, or so on Sunday night. Yeah, sorry. so we're going to talk uh, the entire Sunday program at Los Alamitos. We're going to talk Gold Cup and All-American Derby on Sunday at Ridoso, and yes. we're going to come back and talk All-American Juvenile and All-American Futurity for Monday on Labor Day. So a jam-packed show. Let's get right to it here for race number one. At Los Alamitos, Thoroughbreds going four and a half. Uh, conditional claimer, maiden claimers, excuse me, 3,500. Field of eight. And I, I, I overall, I like the card. It's a little bit tricky, which, you know, it just means uh, that if you're right about a few races, you're probably going to get rewarded. So I'm looking forward to how we, how we agree or disagree throughout the card. But who'd you go here in race number one? I went to the rail to start off with, uh, with the morning line favorite. We agree. Uh, the Kelly Castaneda. Yeah. Uh, Martial Ramirez on his horse. I, I think everybody's just going to see this horse as the, the lone speed mm -hmm. in the field. There's not really anybody I think that is going to put too much pressure on him early. He has had trouble finishing in the last pair, but you know, I think uh, each start he's he's proving to get better here at Los Al. His numbers keep improving, so I think he's a big threat here. And, you know, he draws the rail, which, you know, 
could be beneficial for a horse that like to break good, like she did last time out. Still finished six lengths clear of the third place finisher, Lady California, last time out. So I do agree that the one is a horse to beat. The main threat, I think, could be the eight horse here, Derby Tango. I have the eight as second on my on my numbers. Finished uh, third behind fellow rival at Cherokee Girl last time out, uh, but you know didn't get the the best of trips in that uh, in that effort and was able to knock up a third place finish. Had had a little bit of seconditis before that second. Second, 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 five straight second place finishes. Uh, always finds herself to be in the mix of things. I think the eight could be a threat here with Benny Bednar riding, riding right back there uh, from post number eight. And then for my third choice, I'll, I'll go to the two, a Cherokee girl, the one that just finished in front of the eight here. Uh, Kelly McDade was aboard that night, was able to uh, go a little bit wide around the turn and uh, hold on for a second. So I'll go one, eight, two here to begin the Sunday night program. Yeah, I thought the two and the eight were pretty much interchangeable. Mm -hmm, I yeah. think they're going to be sitting the same kind of trip. Uh, the eight has beaten the two twice. A Cherokee girl beat the eight last time. The only reason I gave the nod to the two for second place was I think Kelly McDade has ridden this horse pretty well in the last pair. She you know, seems to be improving this horse. So maybe if it can stay close to the one Yolanda Stone, that one could overtake it in the stretch. But yeah, I like the same horses as you. One, two, eight. Oh, we right off the bat, we agree. All right, that's race number one to kick off the night on Sunday night. We're into September, Curtis. I know time day, flies. Time flies. Uh, the sale a, is right around the corner. In a few weeks, we'll be talking uh, PCQHRA Futurity and Derby Trials. We'll be talking uh, Los Angeles Equine Sale. You'll be telling us how you dropped a hundred thousand dollars for the sell topper. Definitely. Uh, so it's it's going to be an exciting <laughs> exciting month to come by. Race number two, 870 yards, quarter horse and thoroughbreds. Uh, but I believe we it's an all thoroughbred field. Let me take a quick glance. Yes, all thoroughbreds here in race number two. Another field of seven. And this is a horse that uh, I gave. So I'll go, I'll go first. It's already teased it. Uh, you know, I gave this horse the lock of the night, two starts back, got the job done. Then I really liked this gelding right back last time out and just ran into a freaky performance from Rookie Will mm -hmm. off the layoff. Rohi Will came back and won Friday night's Truly a Pleasure Handicap impressively yeah. mm -hmm. once again. Uh, so Jen Journey, the seven, is my pick on the outside. No shame in running second to that horse. Yeah, how about uh, Kelly McDade celebrating in the winner's circle? She was just beaming she like was she pumped. won the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Which I is, loved it. it. It's great because that was her first uh, stakes win ever. Uh -huh. You know, she, she rides the cheaper thoroughbreds here at Los Al. I mean, the so first the was twenty grand. But I think yeah. she's won races worth twenty grand or more during the daytime. Okay. But this was like an official stakes name. Yeah. So like you could tell like and down the backstretch, Ruhiwo was off a little bit slowly from the rail, rushed up, had to steady behind some horses. Mm -hmm. When you combine those comment lines with an eight hundred seven yard event, you're pretty much toast. Yeah. And then Ruhiwo just came on by and and won pretty easily in the end. Yeah, uh, bound to bed. He he was out there on the lead mm -hmm. and. Uh, Really will, man. He he just uh, kind of bide his time along the inside, like you said. Uh, had a steady kind of uh, entering the turn, but just angled out there and, and surged past, got the job done. But, yeah, that flatters the seven Jim's yeah. Journeys form uh, mm -hmm. even more. I picked that one for second. Shout um, out to, to the Bowman family here. Yeah, you know, hopefully uh, Blaze. I hate picking against him, but <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to be honest when, when we do the podcast. But I went for uh, a little bit of a price here, nothing, nothing too big, but the four. Uh, Kenny Benny, a little four to one shot. Okay. Uh, I thought should improve off that first start at Los Al and nighttime 
uh, was chasing and bid three deep into the turn, but was bumped there and kind of forced out going into the turn, I think just cost him all the momentum. And I thought just plotted along for the finish, but mm-hmm. only lost by two and a half lengths. So I just like the way it kind of accelerated into the turn. I think if it has a trouble-free journey here, might be able to pull a little upset. So, uh, you know, Kenny Benny, uh, I, I like the second local start. I like second start off the layoff. I have Kenny Benny as my third choice. My second choice is going to be the three, our nation here for Jesus Nunez, the other Jesus Nunez runner here. Uh, but interesting to note, Juan Sanchez had ridden the two. It's ridden the three, excuse me. He jumps to the four. So that, you know, you can read a little bit into that. But I like the consistency of the three. Uh, you know, second, 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 second against some very sharp runners like Kalula, uh, Hot Bob, Ajak, Sakudo. So uh, he's been uh, he's been right in the mix of things. He's been just unlucky in a few of those starts to not get the head bob in time. But I think the three is the main threat to the seven. So I'll go seven, three, and four. I went four, seven, one. Uh, for third, I went uh, to the rail for Backwoods Bell. Uh, another Jerry Wallace runner. Jerry Wallace, the barn has been on a roll. Yeah, and especially with horses coming off a layoff. Yeah. This horse uh, last time was coming off a three-year layoff. And it was chasing my favorite streaker, you know, a, a quarter horse. horse that should have been on the lead, but just surged up the inside and just couldn't take uh, going into the turn there. I think it was going a little too fast, uh, drifted out there and, and bumped and then weakened after. But I think drawing the rail is going to really help this horse. Uh, if he shows that early speed, I think should be in front, at, probably in front of the four. A seven's going to have to sit off of him. So backwards bill could be long gone. And that is a note that I wrote down for the one impressive speed off a long layoff that mm-hmm. was my notes for for the one uh you know you give an excuse for speed and fade you know obviously the the big fitness uh, question was there but the acceleration out of the gate was there and that could be dangerous here for backwoods bell from the inside post that's the horse that definitely does scare me but i'm banking to the seven here jen journey gets it done for our man blaze bowman uh now this was a lock two starts back and uh, I unplugged from a microphone on set, and I ran down to the winter circle and put up <laughs> on the winter circle there with Jen's journey. Uh, so I'll go seven, three, four. I went four, seven, one. I forgot. We didn't do our recaps for our locks last week. How did we do? I think mine scratched, if I remember correctly. I ran second with um, the Alamon horse on the outside. Can't, uh, can't think of it. Uh, uh, yeah, it was yeah. returning, I, yeah. ran, uh, qualified to the Edberg. Uh, uh, smoking in the boys' room. Yes. Smoking, smoking in the, the boys' room. It, it was returning off the layoff, yeah. first start, and uh, just did, wasn't quick enough early and uh, ran a clear second. But uh, So it has uh, room to improve. So I, I finished a second there. I, I can't think who my lock was, but I know my lock was scratched. I can't. Think. I can't think. I can't think who my lock was, but I know we my really. Lock was we right. need to keep track. We we're, we're so bad. At I it. know we are so bad. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, yeah, I'm pretty almost ninety nine point nine percent sure my my lock scratched. So uh, I'll take that as a money saved in my pocket. All right, race number four. We got another eight hundred seventy yard event here. Quarter horn thoroughbreds maidens for with a purse of a nice ten thousand dollars and uh, field of eight. And this this could finally be the field that Valley Boy finally beats. He's been knocking on the door. It, it there's been other fields where it looks like he. Needs... Oh, I think we're in that we're in the third race. Oh, we are. Yeah. Did we skip? You skipped the third. I did. Oh, excuse <laughs> me, I did. Uh, well, looking ahead. Take, yeah. Yeah. Keep that. <laughs> Don't thought worry, on, we'll get to yeah, it. Yeah. Keep that thought on Valley Boy. Uh, I was jumping. I was I was so excited to jump ahead. 
uh, that I forgot. You know, race number three, four and a half furlongs here. Uh, conditional claimers, 2,500. And, you know, this is where I'm going to land. Lock of the night. You almost skipped over your lock of the night. <laughs> That's how bad we are in this podcast here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're low budget here on the Los Ponies podcast. Yes. And it, it, it just looks like a very difficult race. I agree. I, I went over it. I, I, I did all my, my usual replay um, analysis. I like to look at the replays. This is how I handicap. I look at the replay, and while the replay is going, I do my notes as the race is going. Because sometimes if I watch the race start to finish without writing anything down, then I've overlooked maybe a little bit that I would have wrote it down right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, so I like to watch the replay and then jot down notes as, as I'm watching the replay to really get a feel of the description of the race. Uh, and I thought the, the three horse, Warm Love here for Jesus Nunez was, was a better than look third last time out, 13 to 1. Juan Sanchez has been aboard for all those last three starts. Uh, just missed second by a neck behind fellow rival Elegant Charm. And Elegant Charm is going to be on the on the fourth post here. And Juan Sanchez decides to stay with the three. I think the three can show a good amount of speed. Uh, there's not a lot of strong, definite speed in this field. And 7-2 on the morning line. The third choice here on the morning line, Warm Love, is going to be the lock of the night. Yeah, I have Warm Love for third. Uh, I agree. It's, it's a very tough race. It is. I think we have a lot of horses that... They just haven't wanted to finish. Yes. I, I, I think yeah. that's when I kind of glance over this race and I, I look over. That's one thing that came to mind. So I went to the one horse along the rail, uh, Reva Bella. First time for Jesus Nunez. He does very well off the claim. Uh, he's hitting at 28%. Uh, last time out when Elmer had this horse for 2,500, just didn't fire. Had to angle wide and, and uh, was six by over five lengths. Jesus Nunez claims it and uh, was before that had run two seconds and a, and a third by half, and two of those were for the $5,000 yeah. level. I think this horse is probably the best finisher in the race. So if Jesus Nunez can improve this horse, I think it's got a pretty good chance. Yeah, that's the one that scares me. You have, you know, I have the one as my second choice. That that second three starts back really jumps off the page. Uh, you know, since then, that was back in May. It is now September. So we'll see if the six year old American still run back to that effort. But I do agree that one is the one that scares me the most. The four will be on my third spot here, Elegant Charm, just based on that second-place finish last time out. Uh, made a little bit of a wide move, and then two starts back. Showed a, showed a good amount of speed to get him get uh, herself into the mix as well. So I'll go three, one, four here in race number three. And I went one, four, three. Lock of the night, warm love there in race number three, breaking from post number three. Juan Sanchez, seven to two on the morning night. All right, flipping the page. To the 870 yard event we were teasing early on is this the field that valley boy finally beats i tried to go against him i, I tried to I, I went to the outside is that, <laughs> you is that did. where you went no i did not okay no I, I meant like i had tried to beat him before but this time i think this oh, is okay. the field this is a this is the friends the you friends think he, he finally gets I, it done here. i think he does you know he he's just always right there you think he's always gonna get it done yeah i just like the the way the eight Came to Los Al here. Uh, Lorenzo Ruiz is, is really good at bringing horses from across town. He, he knows how to win at Los Al. Has been forwardly placed early, and and it's only start there at Los Al in the daytime. Uh, did show speed and tired, but throws the blinkers on here. I think that could be a big improvement. So I think if he can just stay close to Valley Boy, he can outfinish him in the stretch. Uh, you know, the eight, I have that one as my third choice. I'm going to support Valley Boy here in this spot. Even money on the morning line. 
Last time out, it was a very good second. At one point, he looked like he was going to go on and get the job done there around the turn uh, against Rebel on the run. Uh, but this is, you know, he's been knocking at the door. I mean, two starts back, there was literally no excuse. Yeah. It was only a three-horse field. And I remember that race because Caleb, Caleb went too deep yeah. in that field of three, and the third horse beat, beat him <laughs> on air. Like, we're, we're, like, we're laughing at, like, in between commercials, we're like, I mean, that's that's literally the stuff of like that horse might be players. the ultimate all but one yes, that, that you could do. We're never gonna forget that race. <laughs> and it was like he had caught like a six to one and a four to one in the first two legs. Oh geez, this was yeah, this was the third leg. Look at that third race on the night twenty ninth, and then to close it out, he was gonna go forty. So he just needed to get yeah by this leg two horses deep in a field of three, and then he gets up. That's brutal. It, it was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> And he's like, I'm never betting Bellaway ever again. But at, you know, last time out, he 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 ran a very good effort, 45-68. Uh, looked like a winner at the top of the stretch. We'll see if the six can finally break through. So I'll go six, and then the two here, classy low rebel for Margie Cantrell, a uh, very new name here to the ranks here at Los Alamitos. Third last time out behind Valley Boy there. That was the first local start here in the lights, going 870. I think the two can improve. And then the the invader from out of town, from across town here, the eight, uh, quiet Queen Dreamer is going to be my third choice for Lorenzo Ruiz. Has shown a little bit of a gate speed. I think that could be beneficial here for the eight. So I'll go six, two, and eight. Yeah, same numbers, just a little different order. Eight, six, two. All right, race number four there in the books. Race five. We can start a mid card daily double here in race number five. We got thoroughbreds going four furlongs, not four and a half, four furlongs here. And uh, it's going to be an interesting, very an interesting race. Had a tough field, really figuring out who I think is going to make the lead. And uh, I went back and forth, back and forth a few times. Uh, but you can probably guess who I picked on top. But I want to hear who you pick on top first. Did you pick Privy? I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, that's what, that's what I. I'd pick the same. Really? One. Yeah. Uh, probably the same angle. Uh, we're both going for is the shortening up to four furlongs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, last time. Uh, when Privy ran, uh, was was right there on the lead, was pressured, cleared, and then just got a little tired, kind of shifted there in a stretch and, and got run down by Ghost Lady. But I think cutting back half a furlong is really going to help this horse. I think out of the other speed horses, which is pretty much the four, five, one, and uh, two, I think they're all going to be ding-dong in yeah. there on the lead. I still think that, that Privy gets the lead uh the outside post kind of concerns me there yeah but uh if he can just clear uh, i think privy can get the he job needs done. to clear if he doesn't yes. clear he's going to be parked four or five wide yes. the race is going to be over around the turn i think he's you know he he showed a he showed a good amount of speed last time out i like what i saw uh and i think privy is going to be able to clear and hopefully hold off all the late challengers so we agree on the six Main threat for me, the horse that scares me, is the one bless the cost here for Kelly Castaneda. Uh, I like how this horse uh, was able to get out of the gates last time out, uh, had a good lead, and, and just had to settle for third against Sonnet's Joy, who I think rallied along the inside, if I remember correctly, to get the job done. Three starts back was a game winner there, leading every step of the way in 51-4. and four. A repeat of that effort makes this one a very legitimate threat. Off the Lasix, Edgar Roscoe takes over the mount here for Kelly Castaneda. So 6-1, and then the two horse here, love to chatter. Keith Craigmile, Vinny Bednar, they were the betting favorites last time out, where Privy ended up finishing second. 
but hard to ignore these connections. Hard to overlook that good win three starts back. And there's some good good early speed for this one as well. I don't know if this one is as quick as some of the others, but it can definitely get herself into a good spot heading into the turn. So I'll go six, one, and two here. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the two is going to be up there early, but I just question the staying power. Mm -hmm. uh, I love to chatter, so I, I threw that one out. I went with the three-horse Cuve Cat in second, so I went six, three, one. I I picked Cuvee Cat last time. I, I thought did you, the win. Did you pick this one two stars back? Yeah, I, I yeah. picked him two stars back, and then I thought coming back for a similar condition, mm -hmm. you know, should just fire right back again and and just you know ran a really flat race. Yeah. I thought, but it's hard to ignore that this horse is the only closer in the race with with just a ton of speed. Uh, I think if this one can stalk it, it should be sitting a good trip. If Miner can just you know save some ground along the inside and you know, work his way through some traffic, possibly. Cuve Cat should be pouncing in the stretch. All right, so recap, I'll go 6-1-2. 6-1-3. All right, we get to the late pick four portion here on Sunday night's program, concluding with the go-man-go, go, grade one go-man-go in go race number nine. 870 yard limit, quarter horse and thoroughbreds here in this field of six. And uh, we got one lone quarter horse. That's the five Eagles Nest Cowboy. Competitive field of six, who'd you pick here? I went to the outside. Stoney's Mr. Cruiser, uh, an old favorite of mine. Yeah. Uh, I, my dad used to have this horse. Uh, he was a good 870 horse back then when he had him. Uh, he ran a couple uh, second and, and two first for him. And he ran it at some pretty high levels here. Then the horse gets claimed, and Kelly Castaneda has been doing fairly well uh, since uh, claiming it. It ran last time in the daytime on July uh, 12th, and it was right there to the end, going five furlongs. It shortens back up and uh, drops down. I, I, what I would say is dropping down in class for him and draws a nice outside post. I think he can be stalking some of the faster rivals here. All right, so uh, you're going to go towards the six. That's going to be my second choice on paper. My top choice is going to be the four horse here. Devil's Informer for Robert Lucas. Lucas back riding a LaSalle. Edgar Prieras. Welcome back. Welcome back, Edgar. I don't know if he's riding back here just because the daytime thoroughbred season is coming back. Or he's coming back officially to ride full-time at the nighttime again. Well, I guess we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. Yes. But uh, Devil's Informer there, he he knows his horse pretty well. There's some, some pretty good uh, standout wins there, uh, four and six starts back. Uh, don't know if he's the, the best speed out of the runners, but I think he's got that good tactical speed to get himself into a good spot. And I think with this kind of competitive group, that's where you're going to want to be. You don't, I don't think you, you really want to be clearing on the front end because – I think there's going to be a, a a duel on the front end. I think Devils Informer mm -hmm. can right sit, sit maybe close enough in second or third and maybe get the first jump on the closer. So I'll pick the four on top. I do agree with the six. I think the six is, is going to be sharp from that outside post. Vinny Bernard jumping aboard for the first time. Uh, you know, he was familiar when this one, with this one when when he was in under the care of your dad there, riding off two, two wins back in December and January. So... Comes over from the daytime, but uh, it's no stranger to getting big wins over the nighttime over. So I'll go four, six, and then the the always steady steady uh, runner here, Ajax, is going to be my third choice. Draw a line through that effort over the daytime two starts back, where Stoney, Stoney's Mr. Christopher in your second, and you're looking at some very, very good form for Ajax here over the nighttime over. So Kelly McDade, very, very familiar with the seven-year-old gelding. So I'll go four, six, and three. Four, six, three for me. Yeah, I followed Kelly uh, to Ajax over Devil's Informer. That's why I picked Ajax uh, for second. 
that horse is just always fires is always yeah. right there you know sharp breaker always gets into the race the question is is uh he gonna out finish the rivals or not but as you can see just first uh second second first first you know just right there every time uh for third i went to two so kudo who, who's run two very sharp races mm-hmm. uh right to the end with Ajax, yeah two outs back and a rapid time of 44 84 but then uh, last time i was actually pretty impressed that he came from off the pace there uh, he was down early and uh, angled three wide and, and rallied and beat devil's informer there and went 45 72 a little on the slower side than i think uh, he's gonna have to go here but I, I think this horse is really sharp right now and i could see him right there on the front end all right so i'll go four six three six three two do you think anyone's gonna claim out, gonna get claim out of this effort? You know, I I don't think so. Ten thousand is kind of too high. Yeah, right? that because you see a lot of uh, yeah, you see a lot of uh, races where you could have got these horses cheaper. Devil's Informer was a horse that I was hoping that uh, we could eventually claim back, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's run pretty well uh, for his new connections there, and and ten thousand is a little too much, but. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be yeah. getting a tag here. The only thing I was asking is because, you know, we got the daytime season coming up in a few days now. And I think, you know, some of these connections might want to try these horses over the daytime also. A little bit of an interesting uh, claiming game going on if it happens there in race number six. Race number seven, the final pick three of the night. Quarter horse, quarter horse is going 300 yards, made in claimers for a tag of $8,000. We've got a field, field of seven. As we say hello to our man, Ed Burgart, checking in. Ed Burgart. <laughs> and, Ed, <laughs> give, give us give us a, a, an early pick for Go Mango. Early pick for? For the Go Mango. Just your top your selection. Your top selection. Yeah. Okay. I, I selected Zoom for Spuds. Okay. I know he likes 400 yards. He's been fresh in a little bit. Okay. He's quick out of the gate. I know Curtis loves Fuller <laughs> Hostage. Yeah. But... I've watched a lot of horses over the years come in from Riodosa, and a lot of times their first race over the tracks their best race, yeah. and the second time they regress because of the altitude change, and they tend to run better first time at the lower altitude. Yeah. And I'm never fond of a horse that blows a length and a half. Jeez. <laughs> oh, even, even though I think he's, he's outstanding. You know, he lost a pizza uh, in that bet. He lost. A, he had a pizza going versus uh, Quarters George. He he bet that. Uh, well, there's no way that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in all honesty, it was George who death called it. The horse was up, and and uh, he's all well. I guess you won, and all of a sudden he just shortened stride there at the end. But yeah, we'll get to that race later. I'm hoping that just the the shortening of distance gets right. the job done. Yeah, I thought LD is back to run on the outside, and Tarzanito. Tarzanito yeah. had a lot of trouble last night. Yeah. 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 I thought the tar- whatever race he comes out of, so. Those are my top four. Well, I don't know about Helix Hot off yeah. the layoff. I think that's who you thought. Yeah, had a chance. yeah. I, I, and then my whole reason it was like, if he's right, because he looks so sensational going into the in the trials last time out. If he's right, I don't think we're gonna get six to one the rest of the year. If he's like in top shape uh, until maybe the champion of champions, right. if he makes it. But I think it was a good shot to take a shot in this spot. Okay. All right. Swimming for spots for Ed. There you hear. You heard it first here. See, you can already tell how uh, how competitive it this is. final is going to be. Man, it's 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 gonna. You know, leading up in the last in the last week or so, we were kind of talking. We're like, you know, it might not turn out to be a very yeah deep race. And then the nominations came out, and we still said, uh, maybe only a one or two of the big ones will show up. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one. 
yeah, I think with uh, what we said before, there's probably going to be some bursts that get these horses into the champion yeah. of champions. So uh, they all came out. I, I figured uh, my pick, I would only have to uh, contend with two or three <laughs> other live horses, but uh, it's going to be a good race. This, this in itself, uh, I could see being uh, you know a huge grade uh, like champion of champions yeah. final. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just missing. He's a dash of fire yeah. and BH Lisa's boy. I think this yeah. could be the the champion of champions final. There. Yeah. Yeah, so that that speaks volumes to there. Let's let's get right back into it. Race three, three race seven, excuse me, three hundred yards. Maiden claimers eight thousand dollars. Two favorites are drawn right next to each other. Four Trumper and the five Bright Team Blues. Did you pick one of those? Yeah, I went with the four Trumper. We agree. Uh, yeah, wow. dropping dropping down from twelve five to eight. Uh, horses had three troubled starts last time. Broke out, uh, came in start uh, early. Uh, bump start and finished pretty well after that and sandwiched three outs back but uh, this horse has put up some pretty good times in which if he can just improve upon that mm-hmm. uh, i think can get the job done has gone 1577 and four outs back went 1566 i think that's uh, a great time for this eight thousand dollar level i think if if you go in 1570s you're probably going to win so i'm going to put him on top yeah and, and you know trump for there uh, is going to be my top choice as well i thought it was a better than look third last time out after not getting away all that well, but finished up with good energy. The second place finisher, Sainzima, came back to win. Hey, beautiful was supposed to be my lock of the night Friday night on the quarters, but was mm-hmm. scratched. Uh, so we'll we'll have to wait and see if that form validates. But Trumper is my pick. I agree with you. Friday Blues, we probably agree that's the main threat. Yes. For Felix Gonzalez, Jonathan Roman taking a drop in class into a claiming tag for the first time. Finished a couple of good seconds behind very competitive runners in double in a blue suit, two starts back, and five bar, five car Charlie, three starts back. So a repeat of that I've heard uh, gets the five into the mix of things. And then for third, I'll go to the one. Chris Tell here for Ricardo Guillen. Was a clear second last time out. Be quiet. Did Be Quiet win Friday night or was it Be Quick? Be quiet. Or wait. I get a mix up. Yeah. They both and ran in the same race. They were drawn right next yeah. to each other too. I think okay. Be Quick is, is my dad's horse. Well, either way. And he, and he won. Look how funny it is. Crystal actually finished second to both yep, of them. Both be horses. Quiet and Be Quick. Last time out of Fort back. So whatever, the, whatever, who won yeah. last night, the form <laughs> is still acting up because it, it lands on paper. We got to so. tell Doc to change it up a little. <laughs> you got to separate the names a little more. Uh, be Quiet and Be Quick there. Uh, Crystal you know, has been knocking at the door against slightly lower claiming levels, but you know, this isn't this is the toughest of $8,000 claimers beside the four and the five. So I think the one can get into the mix. So I'll go four, five, and one. Yeah, I went four, five, and then to the six for my third place horse uh, for Jose Hernandez. Uh, driven, I like that uh, Jose Nicasio gets aboard. I think that's Jose Hernandez's main rider. Mm-hmm. They're hitting at 22% together, but it's had two trouble starts. And I think you can just throw out the last start when this horse drew the rail, just got bumped, and then I just wasn't comfortable at all down there. Just race green. So I like that he draws the six hole and is outside of the main rivals, the four and the five. So let's just see what this horse can do with a clean start. All right, so you go four, five, six. I'll go four, five, and one. All right, race and rate. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. We got a very good allowance field, and it's, it's, it's only a field of five. But it's very tricky, so I'm interesting to 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 hear who you have here and who you like in oh, race and race. I think this is an easy really? race. Really? I'm, wow. I'm going to the inside for my lock of the night. Wow, just flashy. Yep, I, I think this horse has run two 
really great races. And in that second uh, start, when it raced a nice third, only three quarters of a length back to Jimbo Secret, who I, I think I've talked about on the show before, I think is uh, Roberto Dominguez's best two-year-old that he has. That horse can really finish. Uh, I think being drawn along the inside in which he won by a length and a quarter last time anyway, and a really nice time of 1681. Uh, this is a quick horse uh, that can finish. I think we could be seeing some things from this horse down the line. Uh, he, he looked every bit of uh, impressive last time out. Uh, I picked her on top as well. So we, I agree with your lock of the line here. Just flashy. Uh, 1681, you mentioned, was from the rail, returns from the rail. So now we know she can handle the rail. So, uh, yeah, two for three to begin the career. She looks strong, and she looks like the horse to beat here for me as well. The main threat, I think, is going to be the 4A political pence, who's adding the flipping halter. Uh, has worn the flipping halter in all four starts, so it keeps the flipping halter. I uh, better say that. So keeps the flipping halter instead of adding it. Uh, looked impressive. Two starts back, winning that trial to the Ed Burke. Uh, was able to behave and, and run straight down the track. Much troubled in the Ed Burke million. Has been off since then. Uh, has a 12:30 workout, not from the gate, but just a turn work there, uh, and you know appears to be in, in top form right back. So I think the four is a main threat to the one. Yeah, I agree. I went 1-4 as well. I, I, I really think it's a two-horse race between those. Uh, a horse I've kind of been chasing uh, throughout the year is the three accommodating. Yeah. Uh, this horse really had some finish early on and then went into the fraternity trial against some tougher foes. Uh, got bumped around, still finished out nicely, and then last out in a stake on Champions Night. Just lost all chance there and, and really couldn't threaten against Red Hot Cartel. I do like that this horse gets Vinny Bednar. I think yeah. uh, he's a very underrated quarter horse rider. Mm -hmm. I think he's still learning after the break. But as far as getting horses out of the gate, uh, he usually breaks them strong and straight. And so I think that's exactly what accommodating needs to keep up with horses like Just Flashy and Apolitical Pens. So if this horse can get out, I think he can be rolling late. We agree on the dot. I had four, one, four, three as well. As I always wow. say, great minds think alike. And, uh, you know, Galloping Goddess, you picked that one last time out. Got the yes. job done. And she looked good, but uh, she's going to need to improve just a tad to really make some noise. But, yeah. you know, the way she, she looked galloping out, she, she's definitely uh, aptly named because she was galloping out with good energy. But I still think she's a tick below the top three. So I'll go one, four, three. One, four, three. All right. We have arrived to the grade one goal man, goal handicap, race number nine, 400 yards. For three-year-olds and up, they will be going for $100,000. But again, like I tweeted out earlier in the week, this is uh, the fallback spot for any berth that gets declined mm -hmm. from, from the other, I believe there's eight eight races, uh, eight official races that you can get earn a berth to the champion champions, if I remember correctly, in addition to the Z. Wayne Griffin. Anybody that wins that race, though any one of those races declines their, uh, their invite to the champion champions, then the winner of the Goldman Gold gets a berth to the champion of champions. Yes. So this is an unofficial but almost official yeah. way to get into the champion of champions. Usually uh, horses have come out of here uh, in recent years. So there's uh, a lot of stuff just besides the purse. There's, there's a lot of late year implications on the line. All right. Uh, morning nine favorite is going to be uh, Holder Hostage, excuse me, coming off of that very good second there in the challenge here at LaSalle. Back on the 11th of August. Has always shown tremendous gate speed. Are you going right back to hold their hostage? I'm going right back. Wow. What does that Burgart know? <laughs> Comes in here and, and dogs my it's, pick. It's not like he has like 
50 years in experience or anything yeah. like that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not like he's the most respected man in corridor <laughs> no. racing. No, but uh, before, you know, I agree. I think the more this horse stays at Los Al, um, I think he's probably going to regress. But I think shortening up the, the 40 yards here after that stellar break uh, was leading early, it took a monster effort from BH Lee's boy to catch him. And, and it's not like he ran him down and beat no. him by half a length. Mm-hmm. I mean, he nipped him at the wire. So I think if he can just break again like that and go straight and strong, Holder hostage should be double tough. Yeah, Holder hostage there. If he just repeat that effort, he's he's gonna be yes. tough to beat. Uh, you know, I I kind of tease who I, who I like here uh, earlier talking with Ed, and that's gonna be he looks hot. You know, he looked he looked like the best he's ever looked winning that trial to the Winter Championship to the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship there in, in January, and even in the call, I remember Ed saying. He's the horse to beat in the finals. And then he had a colic. Yes. Another surgery. And I believe I talked to Scott Willoughby. I think he, this is his third surgery. Very no tough one. I mean, a lot of horses uh, have to be euthanized they for don't a colic. Make it, yeah. yeah I mean, let alone come back. And, and this horse has come back and he's uh, done it before stronger than ever. Yeah. I mean, if he runs, if he is back to his form that we've seen in January, I'm willing to take a shot here at six to one. Uh, you know, if if he comes back and runs a huge effort, he's not going to be six to one from here until the champion of champions, no. or whatever he lands. So I, I, this is my only reasoning for him. I like the nineteen sixty five clock in and fourteen uh, four hundred yards back in January. I like the workout of seventeen seventy uh, seventeen seventy on the on the fourth of August. Uh, didn't get out as quickly out of the gate and still posted a seventeen seventy there, uh, leveling out leveling out with good uh, energy past the wire. If he's back to his top form. I'm willing to gamble at six to one, so I'm going to pick him on top uh, for a second. You know, Holder Hostage. He's he's definitely the the horse to beat. Uh, um, like 99.9 percent of the people on the grandstand thought, how far is he going to win by? Yes. After the last start. Yeah. Uh, you had the cameras on. I mean, it was impossible almost yeah. to see him losing that race. Yeah, that was one I, I wanted to post uh, for people just to see, you know, how far BH Lisa's boy was behind early and. Uh, you know, I don't like to post them all the time yeah. uh, to say we have the cameras, but that that was probably the best example of why we should have uh, the cameras in quarter horse racing. Yeah, and you know, I, I respect that that big effort there from uh, Holder Hossage, and also respect the uh, the old pro here zooming for Spud, five year old uh, gelding that just has the nose for the wire. Monte Rosa, you know, a fellow listener of the podcast, he's uh, he's like whenever 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 he's on his game. He's as tough as they come. Yeah, and he he's shown it up in the racetrack. Eleven for thirty-one lifetime has earned six hundred fifty thousand dollars. It was a game winner there in the Vessels Maturity. Uh, BH Diesel Boy came out of that race uh, to upset um, uh, hold their hostage last time out in the Shadow of the Wire. So I'll go six, eight, three here in the Go Man Go. Yeah, we're uh, almost in agreement. I went eight, three, six. Mm. Uh, I like zooming for spuds last time. That was, I think, the first time I'd ever actually picked them so. on top. Yeah. So I was pretty proud that I, <laughs> I, I got a win with them. Uh, always fires a good race. You and know, he runs it, straight. Like yes. he's, he's, a, he's what you want out of a quarter horse. I, I think that's kind of why I didn't really pick him a lot is because he would always just run his race. And you're like, he's not going to break the same as well next time out, right? Yeah. And, and he never really crushed anybody. Yeah. Uh, he, or he wasn't flying light and catching people. He's just a solid horse that breaks out of there and, and runs down the track. So I picked him for second. And then I went with your horse. Uh, yeah. He looks hot for, nice. for third. Uh, I agree. When this horse uh, runs his race, 
he's right up there with Holder hostage, mm -hmm. and and he's a dash of fire. BH Lisa's boy. Uh, I think he's put up some of the best times we've seen that 1950. Yeah. If you, if you go back, uh, and then 1965. Uh, in his trial there, uh, what was that to the winter championship? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, when he runs, he runs. He's the only one for a while there that I think we were uh, had a chance to challenge. He's a dash of fire. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if if he comes back uh, in his old form, the work, uh, same thing that you said, I, I thought it was good. Um, he actually went a tenth faster than Holder Hostage's yep. work mm -hmm. uh, on the return. So I, I think if he, he's ready to go, he can be double tough. And Carlos Huerta has looked much better within the last month or so in the saddle. Uh, we know he's 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 battled weight yes. in the last in the last half a year or so. Uh, he's looking a lot sharper. Uh, he's always now back in the barn of of, of, of uh, Scott Willoughby and Ed Allred, and he's ridden this horse pretty well as well. So he looks caught. That's going to be my pick. If he's uh, if he's good and he's back to his old form, he's he's going to be a good gamble at six to one. But a very very tough and competitive addition of the 2018 Go Mango Handicap. 6-8-3 for me. 8-3-6. All right. Before we go back and, and dive into the terrific weekend ad read also, let's take a quick break. I got to get in a gamble here at Del Mar. Three minutes to post for race number nine. Let's see. I gave this pick to my dad. I'll, I'll come back right after Who's the break. Who's been on fire. Uh, my, my dad hit the pick for uh, Friday night at Los ten times. It was a $6 ticket, so he just punched it ten times, so 60 bucks. Made two grand. He texts me today on Saturday. He's like, I hit the early pick five at Del Mar, 1400 So he's made 3500 in, 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 what, 12 hours or something like that? Have you already uh, submitted your Christmas gifts this I, year? I, I'm, I'm going to right now. <laughs> Let me take a break, and I'll text him right now. We'll be right back. All right, we're back after a brief intermission. Good news, bad news. Good news, the horse ran a huge effort. Yes. Bad news. Had to settle for second. They were got beat by another Baffert first serve. Baffert has been on the roll that, with that, his two-year-old first-time shutters. That Baffert got you, man. That new Baffert guy is so wow. hot right now. And Dray, DVD, Dray Van Dyke. He's been uh, the hottest man on the grounds the last two, three weeks. Magic on tap. Uh, uh, homebred by Summer Equine, uh, Summer Wind Equine, two-year-old by Tappet out of Aubrey K. Good, look like a tank out there. Big, big gray that looks like he's gonna he's gonna love going longer. Wins on debut. Uh, the horse I like, Green Magician, there for Hector Palma and Twink and Eclipse Thoroughbreds partners. Just second best, second best there to the big Baffert runner. So we'll have to settle for a little bit of a place money there. But Baffert, that's been the story of the season. His two year olds have been firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I don't really follow the Thoroughbreds all that closely, but. Baffert's killing. I've seen he he's loading up already, yeah. but uh, I'm really happy about uh Drayden Van Dyke. Uh, looks like he's finally going to get his first riding title, mm -hmm. and, and he's just crushing it. He, and also he's, um, I believe he's going to keep some of these good horses. Oh, yeah. uh, hopefully they they don't switch them out like they've done in the past. <laughs> People forget he rode Justify. Yes, on debut. I think finally he's he's going to uh, ascend to the upper echelon yeah. uh, of the jockey colony mm -hmm. instead of. Uh, uh, getting replaced for other journeymen yeah. along the way. That and that's thing. I, that's one of the things I've tweeted about before on Twitter. Like we see it heading into the Derby, uh, where you see like these Midwest Midwest riders have been uh, riding these horses as well. Like you know, whatever whatever track in the Midwest might be running. Uh, you know, riders that are riding at Oakland when 
get some words to hit the money maybe on the big sake races and gets points and then they get replaced mm-hmm. and into the re- so it's like i'm big about you know keeping the man on a rider that got you there yeah you know if you haven't made a mistake you know if you if you makes a mistake give him another shot if he, there's another mistake then you know go open it up and and yep. search for those riders that have more experience but you know if you get a get a rider that got you there give him a shot yeah and uh good good for drayden he's uh, he's been uh, he's been on a row at del mar yeah wholeheartedly agree if a guy hasn't made any bonehead moves on your horse no. he, he's done everything right i see no reason why uh, you should switch him out and people are like oh i want a big big time rider how how are these riders going to become big time exactly. if you never give them a shot in the big time exactly right so that's one of my things there so uh we'll hopefully we'll get to see drayden keep a lot of the big mounts that he's had and i think at this point he's proven himself where i think now now it's just time to really pick like oh i want to stick with this one if there's because there's some going to be some good cereals or some good mounts that are going to start overlapping yeah that's where the the job of the jockey agent and the rider really comes through because got to make the decision of who, of who you want to pick and speaking of who you want to pick riders usually have this dilemma in quarter horse racing because you qualify some good horses to the finals yes two or three and then you got to pick who are you going to stay and pick with for the big final we'll have to analyze a little bit of that with uh, the ridoso finals going on this weekend big weekend of racing all american futurity weekend there have you ever been to Ridoso? Yes, I went uh, probably about nine or ten years ago uh, when Mr. Peloto won. That oh, was okay. uh, I had to travel all the way to Ridoso to see uh, Felipe Quintero, one of our local yeah. uh, trainers, win the race. Yeah. So I wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> I was like, you know, I've talked to Felipe all my life. I wanted to go and I wanted to see Gr win <laughs> yeah. uh, with Mike Joyner, yeah. you know, or some big name, yeah. some historic horse. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was when I went. Uh, when was the last time you went? I went 2015, I want to say. Yeah, 2015. The year that uh, E-Political Blood won the Derby. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Candy Horse won the Futurity. Was it Just Good Candy? I think, yeah. I think it was just something. Good. There's so many candy yeah. horses now, yeah. I can't even keep track of yeah, them from the... That- from the uh, the Carl Peeve House breeding operations, yeah. uh, I, there's so many now. I, I just lose track. Yeah, so, so no, no fault in not remembering it, that it's, one. It's 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 a blur. It's, it's it could a, be just send candy, yeah. just candy yeah. this something, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, over but there. I do remember Aleman and Nicasio won the Derby, and uh, Eduardo Nicasio, and then it was Ricky Ramirez and the Candy Horse winning the the big final. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a great time if you can make it out to the, to the mountain there. Yeah, uh, always always on the bucket list. So let's dive in, into Sunday's program. Sunday night, Sunday uh, daytime, excuse me, will feature uh, the the All American Derby. But before that, earlier in the card, the All American Gold Cup, four hundred forty yards, Grade One, the True Quarter Horse uh, distance here for three olds and up. Very good field here. We'll go as race number seven. Field of 10, and we see a couple of familiar names that we've seen in LaSalle here before. But I want to hear, who did you pick here in the Grade 1 All-American Gold Cup? You know, I think the three political attraction is a very deserving favorite, yeah. uh, especially after uh, that Rainbow Derby win, went 21-09. But I'm going against this horse because it's a three-year-old facing older. Yep. 
And so I went with a, an old favorite of mine, Ooh. Bodacious Eagle. We agreed. Wow. wow. Did we really? We did. Oh, oh, I mean, he's already been named Superior Racehorse. Yes. He made over 800000 It's going to be 900000 yeah. after this. So. I agree. Uh, I was a little bit down on this horse. Um, you know, his second start back and third start back uh, against uh, or at Rio Doso. But he kind of false broke there, three outs back. And then he had to face Jesse's first down. And hold their hostage, and we've already, you know, talked a ton about him. And he just didn't fire that day, but he went back to Riadoso, and there he just lost to Paint My Pilot, another rival in here. But I mm-hmm. liked that this horse looked like him, his old self. Yes. And uh, Cody Jensen, I thought, did a great job aboard him that day from the inside, and and I like that he's drawn here toward the outside. Uh, I, I like that he's drawn next to uh, the nine horse in class. I, I don't think that's a horse we have to worry about or the seven firing tools. Uh, that horse is usually a slow breaker. Yeah, they're not the quickest out of the gate. Yeah, so I think Bodacious Eagle could be out there, and ho- hopefully uh, he can bring one home again. We agree. Uh, this is this is very tough. We did not we did not share notes or talked about no. who we liked beforehand. So because I, I wanted to really get the get get the off the cuff opinion here, but you know I like what I saw here from Bodacious Eagle. Good second, gets an extra forty yards, but I like the second start off the layoff. And I think this horse could could be a, a very very double tough here nine and two. What do you think is going to be the 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 final odds we're going to get on this one? You know, after we've uh, given horses out on here and kind of the the betting wagers over in Rio Doso, the kind of the uh, the patterns. I think. Look, I'm not. Gonna I, say, I don't know I, what. I'm not even going to try and call it. Anymore. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. But I think. A, I think we have eight followers, eight listeners on the podcast. I yeah. want to say half of them bet. The picks we give across town. That's enough, right? That, that, <laughs> that's, that's, enough. that's completely enough. I, 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 I think there's there's a little bit of correlation there, but you know we both agree. Bodacious Eagle um, is going to be double tough. Nine to two in the morning. Cody Jensen second time off the layoff. Likes the mountain. Old pro. We'll stick with that one. Yeah, I, I think he, he's pretty good in there. Paint my pilot. Uh, it could be tough there along the inside. Always a, a horse that breaks sharp and is right there to the wire. Like we said, beat Bodacious Eagle last time, but I think Bodacious Eagle can turn the tides this time. All right, looking, uh, flipping the page, heading and skipping away into race number nine, which will be the Grade One All American Derby here, 440 yards. Very, very good field here assembled for the final. Who'd you pick on top? And I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I've got a long shot here. Do you? Pick the price. I thought, you know, I don't blame you for that because I think this was the toughest out of all the races yeah. uh, we looked at for Riadoso. I really struggled finding one, but yeah, I, I wanted to go against it, but I ultimately uh, fell on the 10 PYC Fun and Fancy, mm-hmm. uh, a horse that I've been watching for a while. I uh, won the Heritage Place Derby and then came back, had some trouble at the start in the trials and still finished out really nice. What I do like is this horse drew the 10 hole again. And just by looking at the form, undefeated from the outside. Yeah. And so if this horse breaks and gets a clean trip, I, I think we'll be right there. Yeah, she's a PYC fun and fancy. 7-2 on the morning night here for Jorge Gonzalez. Uh, Flores stays aboard. Flores has been aboard, uh, was aboard last time, mm-hmm. was aboard at, in Oklahoma as well. Uh, qualified to Oklahoma Derby. Uh, and then later on, I was able to win the Heritage Place Derby back in June. I'm going with the horse that we know previously from La Salle. And I'm talking about the seven. Paint your fate here for Mike Ooh, Robbins. 12 okay. to 1 on the morning nine. 
I gave him a little bit of a look on, on the trials night last mm-hmm. time out. I didn't love the rail. I was worried about the rail, and I was actually very content with the third-place effort there that this horse uh, ran, stopping the clock in 21.38. You compare 21.38 with the rest of the field, it's right there in the mix of things. Growing towards the seven post, I like that move. I, I know he loves the, he loves the extra distance. Um, I, I think last time out could have easily gotten second if it wasn't for that post. Uh, so I'm giving this one a very a big upgrade heading towards the outside in post number seven. It's not the quickest out of the gate, mm-hmm. but I know he can finish. It's 12 to 1 in the morning. Nine, I know we'll get at least uh, 8, 9, 10 to 1 there at post time. So I'll go with the seven. I'll go with the 10. PYC, fun and fancy. Man, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, definitely a race I'm, I'm going to wager for sure. So recap, in the Gold Cup, we both agreed that we both like the old pro Bodacious Eagle. And uh, in the All-American Derby, I'll go Pink Your Fate, and Curtis will go with PYC Fun and Fancy. Flipping the page, Labor Day has arrived. Final day of the season at Redoso Downs. And uh, speaking of the Derby, they announced that they're, they're doing a splitting, an optional race for all Phillies for the Derby. Yeah, I believe it's going to be called the All-American Oaks. Yeah. Right? And uh, they're going to offer a $1 million purse. Uh, for that, so I mean, the money is there at the mountain. Wait, is it a million dollars or was it three hundred thousand? Was it three hundred thousand? Th- oh, I thought that they announced it was going to be a one million. I think there's some confusion here. Now, now I'm believing okay, you. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll go we'll go back and look, but I I thought that's what it said. Okay. I, I could be wrong. We could we could be wrong, but the point is they're offering uh, an extra yes option where if you're Philly, you can just run towards run against all females. Yeah, uh, we had Professor G look up some stats of of when the last time. Uh, Philly had had won the All American uh, Derby, and it, it had been a while. So uh, I guess they're just trying some different avenues. Uh, we have some uh, the El Primero El and La Primera, uh, which separates the boys and the girls. So it's it's not uncommon, uh, but you know, just another thing that Riodos was trying out. All right. So looking forward to uh, Monday here, Labor Day, 440 yards race number eight is going to be the All American Juvenile, two hundred thousand dollars for for the two year olds at night quite. Did not quite make it into the big final. Yeah, they still get to run for a six-figure purse and a two hundred thousand-dollar purse at that. So, four hundred forty yards, field of ten with a couple of also eligibles. Who'd you pick here on top? Uh, this was my price play of the day. Oh. Uh, there on Monday, I went for the two-horse danger for mm. the familiar uh, Low South connections of yeah. Dean Fry and, and Cody Jensen. Uh, this horse really shocked me coming from Canterbury, in which the uh, the horse drew clear there. But I thought, you know, the kind of the Canterbury form doesn't translate uh, when you race against tougher horses at the mountain. But had a really bad beginning and just kicked it on strong. And I, I really like the way that horse finished. I think 440 yards is right up this horse's alley. And I'm just going to try and get a little price here at 6-1. to one. Believe it or not, uh, I had originally almost picked that one on top. Uh, I like the effort. I like how – I like the progression. That this one showed here at, at the mountain at Ridoso. But it was a field that that was tough to figure out. Uh, you know, I, I gave a shot to the two, I gave a shot to the three, Camilla Special there, and I too. But this is these are the kind of races where I can't have a, you know, if I like a horse based on replays, and even though they're huge prices, I'm still gonna pick them. And I'm going with a twenty to one shot. Oh my goodness. You're six, trying to pool it. <laughs> I am. The six CDS wine and dine. You know, I had I had added this horse to my stable notes, uh, to my virtual stables before. 
I just like what I saw uh, finishing up past Wire in some of those uh, uh, earlier races. Last time I was able to get uh, get himself into the mix and just finish third there, stopping the clock in 21.74. It's going to need to improve, you know, maybe, what, about a length to really be in the mix of things. But, you know, still only making the fourth career lifetime start. Showed a little bit of promise now. Had steadily improved each and every start. 20 to 1. At least get him into your exotics. Uh, I'm going to put some some money to win at that price. And, of course, I'm going to key him in, in the trifectas and exactties. So you're going with the 2. And I'm going with the 6 CDS 1 and dime. Yeah, I think in the juvenile races, when you like a horse, um, you really got to take a shot at it. Yeah. Because these are the horses that probably had trouble mm-hmm. uh, in their trial and, and were, were finishing well. And so there's a lot of uh, replay work to be done, I think, yeah. in the juvenile races where you can go back and you can see horses that are going to be o- overlooked if yeah. you're just looking at the form. But if you go back and watch some replays, you can find uh, you can find some hidden prices. Well, look, just to, to, to tell you, you know, last two starts back, CDS, CDS 1 and 9, he was under 4 to 1, right around 7 to 2, mm-hmm. like in Susie Returns. Yes. You know, so it's, you know, there was some, there was some support. And those few 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 starts last time out, it went off at twelve to one, and now it's twenty one more than just because it's a final. But I think this horse with a little bit of improvement definitely fits there uh, in the All American Juvenile. So danger for you. Yep. And uh, CDS one and nine for me in race number eight. All right, we have arrived to the big one. Three million dollars in the purse. You know they call Riddles and Downs the place where dreams are born and dreams are broken. <laughs> There were so many. There's so many two-year-olds that just try to make it and they don't make it into the finals. Yep. Just being able to be one of the ten finalists is a huge, huge accomplishment. Very good field assembled for the final. Yep. Who'd you pick on top? You know, I I wanted to stay with the outside with MM4 in the morning, and I was kind of hoping that Ricky would uh, go to my other horse to give me some confidence. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Raul Ramirez has a huge opportunity on the two-horse apocalyptical jazz. Yes. A horse that we had trouble saying about <laughs> yes. two weeks ago. We couldn't even say it. But two outs ago, uh, the horse was just bothered at the start and went rolling. And then on day one of the trials, this horse posted the fastest. I believe it was the fastest qualifier to yeah. the whole entire fraternity. Yep. Uh, the field wasn't that tough, but he just destroyed on that day. And I was really impressed from the rail. Draws along the inside here again. Uh, I do think I've narrowed it down to just the wood horses between the two and the ten yeah. uh, for me, but I'm gonna have to go with Apocalyptical Jess to upset the former Rainbow Fraternity winner. Wow, we agree. Did you went yes, to them? Yeah, I went to the two as well. Apocalyptical Jess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Apocalyptical Jess. I mean, we talked about that. It's the greatest claim in quarter horse racing. That I mean. A political time that claim that mm-hmm. turned out to be a multiple greatest stakes winner, then produced a political jazz, a world champion. Now, a political jazz is producing these sensational uh runners, yeah. And he's got a, a very good one here in a apocalyptical jazz for for Blainwood and Bill Robbins. There was uh, there was some promise on debut, broke bad, completely tossed that race, came back, showed a lot more talent there, finishing with good energy, second time out, going 400 yards. And then the connections had to be feeling well. They're like, I think we've got something here. Went into the 440-yard trials and just completely annihilated, annihilated that group. Yeah. 21-34. You know, 
I don't blame Ricky. Ricky, you got to stick with the with the one that already won you a big futurity with the 10 mm four in the morning. Yeah, normally I'm one to follow the jockeys, yeah. but in this case, I don't think there's any reason to be scared yeah. uh, of a rider change here. Uh, Ricky's still going to get a share of his purse, yeah. uh, you know, whatever the two horse makes. So I, he's definitely going to stick with MM4 in the morning. So, like I said, a huge, uh, a huge opportunity for all Ramirez. Yeah. Here. So we we agree that it it looks like a two horse race on paper. Uh, maybe as a price underneath. I don't know what kind of price Linder 16 will go off on, off off at. Maybe that's a trifecta horse, a superfecta horse. But I'm all in. Apocalyptical Jess in the All American. Yeah, I agree with you. I had two, ten, and uh, the six. Linder 16, who won that uh, Remington Park State uh, bred fraternity mm-hmm. there, and has just fired every time. Uh, has reminded me a lot of Susie Returns. Yes, they just uh, fire every time they run. Uh, the four and forty yard distance wasn't a problem. Uh, I think eight to one uh, is very good odds for this one. But I mean. Other ones, I, I figured you might have liked I'm Just Special V. I, I think you always have a, a special place in your heart for all the Valeriano, uh, all the V horses. Yeah, they, yeah. they tend to run good for you. But And sometimes I confuse the names because they're like they're always there. But, yeah, I'm Special V there has been uh, very productive as well. It's a tough field. It's a very comp- If you just look at the efforts and you look at the at the potential for a lot of horses to improve, it's a very good final. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can we get three to one on the two? I think we will. Right? I, I think, I mean, MM4 in the morning, he won by two and a quarter lengths. I mean, it's not like his, True. He, it's not True. like he didn't go out there and mm-hmm. crush as well. Yeah. He draws the outside. Uh, I mean, I don't see why. It, the five is going to take some money too. I mean, undefeated. Yeah. And then I mean, romped on, on Charles Day. I mean, I think in this case, uh, in the big races, nothing's going to get hammered down too much. No. I, how about GR Carter's last? All-American fraternity. Do you believe it? I sure hope so. I hate when people <laughs> go and retire. It's a it's a hard thing for jockeys to retire. It, and believe me, I'm, I've <laughs> yeah, got, you would know. I, I got I got jockeys in the family. Like I told you, I got Pito. He's he's not like he's riding the best stock in the world. Yeah, he can't quit. I mean, yeah. at first when Gr, uh, okay, so last year he was retiring. Yeah, and then he came back and he said he was semi-retired. I'm only riding the big races. Yeah. Then I, I kept looking at entries, and he was just riding on normal. He was just getting the itch. He kept winning, and he was riding on normal days. And so finally, uh, even Jeff True came out and said that this will be his last okay. All American fraternity. But I mean, he's riding the other third uh, Blaine Wood horse here uh, in Bad Habit Jess. He's twelve to one. That horse looked like he was finishing pretty well. So uh, I wish him all the luck. Uh, I hope that he runs second and yeah. uh, Apocalyptical Jess wins. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, it'll be sad to see GR go. Yeah, one of the legends of quarter horse racing there. Looks like he's officially, officially kind of like quits after this. Wish him all the best. Uh, and it's the tough thing about it is that it's a lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like an athlete that, an NBA athlete that, you know, I can't keep up with these kids anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I had a good run. I'll retire and whatever. I'll still be involved. I mean, in court and ra- horse racing, it's all about the horse. And if you're a jockey, if you're healthy enough, and you can still ride them. You're still in your mind. You're like, I can still do it. Why am I going to quit? That's why it's yeah. so tough for jockeys to call it quit. So we'll see. We'll see. If, uh, you know, yeah. AQ, AQHA tweeted it out, and I, re- I replied with the gift. Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about like you said, the last. I remember Cody Jensen, who I think is considered one of the hardest working jockeys out there, uh-huh. one of the toughest. Uh, from riding with broken collarbones and still yeah. winning Labor states down. races. Yeah, Labor I, down. When he said that uh, 
he was traveling around with GR. Yeah. And he was going from play. He goes, I don't know how he does it. Yeah. I mean, and so, I mean, what a testament to GR that yeah. he could fly around all over the place. And Cody Jensen even uh, gets surprised by you. So, uh, GR, we wish you the best of luck on your retirement. Uh, so, we're picking Cody Jensen in the derby, right? We are. Yeah, I think we agree. Cody Jensen and yeah, the big, the big old pro mm -hmm. there. So, Cody Jensen, and speaking of Cody Jensen, you reminded me, Waver Down, the winner of the Edward Million, worked, uh, I think, 1780, latest workout, uh, pointing towards the big securities later in the year. So, mm -hmm. looking forward to it. It's going to heat up, Curtis. Heat up. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're starting to kick. We still got breeders uh sale yeah. fraternity trials and derby we yeah. still got golden state million i've got my equine sale book already in my in my book back have you flipped over it i have not but i, I do have a, a horse in mind uh i can't reveal oh, it i don't, don't, want, reveal I don't it. want anyone bidding me up <laughs> but uh no a professor came up and he was like oh have you got your book yet but uh i haven't been sent it yet but i've seen some of the uh the pictures from it and uh we'll start looking here and pick some out all right that's the show here for Great one, go man, go, and all American weekend. Hope we, you guys, have the best of luck. Pick a few winners, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye everybody.